Hello, everyone, and welcome to Day Clubbing, all about the ins and outs, the comings and goings, Sutter Club, right here in Boston, Massachusetts. Government Center, I'd say, right? Are we in Government Center? Close enough. Right in Government Center. And uh, we have a great show, and we have a great uh, a cast with us today. My name is Ken. I'm your, I'm your host. With me, my co-host, as always, it's Scott. Hello, Scott. Uh, hello. We have a brand new Clubhouse member, Mildred, here. Hello, Mildred. Hi. And we have Helen is returned. Thank you. To the Hi, fold. Mildred. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, uh, and Mildred, so you, you joined the club yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Uh, how did you find us? How did you find uh, Center Club? Other members of the club always um, used to talk to me about the benefits of being a member. Yeah. So I just happened to ask one day, you know, can I come and see for myself? Yeah. And I came and applied and I got accepted. Oh, that's awesome. So, yes, it is. Well, there's a lot of uh, interesting and, and helpful things going on here. Uh, uh, so I, I hope you uh, stick around. I think it's going to be good for you. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. Yeah. I had to yawn. <laughs> and, well, you know, Scott's heard it all before. Yep. And uh, and and Helen, uh, things are going good with the art group. Yes, really good. We getting new supplies and everything. Yeah. Can you take? Can you mind taking your mask off while we're podcasting? Thank no you. No problem. Thank you. You might want to move your mic over and to where you move are. the mic closer. And 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 Mildred, make sure you talk into the mic too okay. when you talk. All right. There we go. It's gonna make a lot of noise until that until it's set. It's okay. I can edit this part out. There we go. All right. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. So today, it's kind of a broad subject, but I thought that we would talk about music. Now, music is something um, that we all we all share in one way or another. And music is used in many different um, arenas. Mm-hmm. Different facets of life, right? It's used for enjoyment. It's used for worship. It's used for all kinds of things. Musical therapy. Mm-hmm. Musical therapy. Yes. That was the one that came to mind when you brought it up to yeah. me. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that now. We all have different relationships to music. As you know, I, I write about music. I've been doing that for twenty years. You play music, Scott? A little bit. Guitar. Yeah. Anything else? Well, I can, but I don't. I just like playing guitar. Yeah. And my old age and. Not yeah. that old, but old enough. You know, I just it's a hobby now. You know, it's nothing. When did you uh, When did you learn to play guitar? Ten years old. Oh, ten years old. Yeah. Wow. Was it? Did your parents play or something? No, I just wanted to learn the guitar because of the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty much it. How did you get your first guitar? It was a present from my yeah. mother. Okay. Birthday present. Well, did you specifically ask for it? Yeah. Okay. We went to the. Um, music store and picked it out yeah all right and then how hard was it to learn very difficult well, can i tell you a story yes please that's what we're here for um i was over at a friend's house playing cars you yeah. know being a young kid like yeah. that playing cars and i was supposed to go to uh guitar lessons yeah and i put it off because i wanted to continue playing cars right so my mom ended up canceling the lessons so i ended up having to learn on my own yeah you know, taking the book oh, okay. and so learning from my you, so, own. So you were supposed to go for lessons and you blew them off. 
Blue, well, it wasn't the first one. I yeah. had gone a few times, yeah, yeah. But, and I didn't really like it. Yeah, because he's trying to teach me to learn by ear, right? And I couldn't. I wasn't ready to learn by ear. Okay, uh, my ears were not attuned to the sound that much. So, but yeah. So playing cars was more important well, at, at the time. Ten, at ten at years ten. old. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So you learned to play yourself. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. My sister helped. Yeah. We worked it out together. How far did your musical career get? Obviously, probably not that far at 10. No, well, I did a lot of practicing guitar. I got a drum set at 11. I got an organ at 11. Wow, holy smokes. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're a one-man band. No, I just wanted to learn music. Yeah. And, um, it was a little organ about this big. Yeah. About that big. Yeah. And it had um, all the notes on it. Yeah. You know, so I could see the notes when I'm playing them. And this was still in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So did you end up as a teenager? Did you form a band? Uh, not really, no. No, okay. No. Never got that far. No, I didn't. Right. I did other things, but um, I <laughs> things I don't really want to talk about. You know, they were good, yeah. you know, but I don't really want to talk about them. I don't uh, want to brag. Helen, did you uh, <laughs> you ever learn to play an instrument? I yeah, I played the flute, and oh, that, okay. I was good, but right. when I lost my flute, I lost my uh, skill to play it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the last song I remember playing on it, we had to learn it in school. This was my sophomore year, and it, the song was Slow Ear. It sounds so beautiful, so yeah. calm, but when I lost my flute... Well, how did you lose your flute? Just lost it. But you just I lost it. You I lost did, it on the bus I, or something? No, I bought a guitar. Yeah. And I tried to play that guitar. It was like like just a regular string guitar. And yeah. I tried my best to really, I had the guitar book and everything. Yeah. My fingers hurt so bad. Oh, I yeah. said, I'll keep the guitar just for view. Yeah. Yeah. I said, none of that. Uh, yeah. But well, I, same thing I, happened to me. I tried plenty of times to learn how to play the guitar. It hurts your fingers, and I go, I'm out. It hurts my fingers I'm some out. too now because I don't but play it as often as it. I should. Yeah. If I played it all the time, they wouldn't hurt it at all. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. How about okay. you, Mildred? Did you ever try to learn how to play any instruments? Um, no, but I listened to a lot of people that were very talented. Yeah. You never, so. you never picked up a guitar or. No. I think I, I took violin lessons for a little while. In I was three years old when I started the violin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then I, it wasn't good enough because of the Beatles. You know, I had yeah. to rock and roll. Really. <laughs> well, I, I, couldn't, uh, I wasn't going to be a... Uh, it was the same thing. I was a rock and roller. I couldn't, I couldn't no. relate to the, to the violin. But no. you know, there's these, uh, these two black performers. They perform with violins, and they do yeah. jazz, blues, rock and roll. Yeah. They used to be on the streets in Yellow. New York, but then they got a... Uh, what do you say? Yellow. Yeah. Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> well, those aren't those guys, but yeah, yeah I understand that's what you're a band. That's a rock and roll band. But they have a violin, you're right. Yeah. So uh, it is very helpful for um, keeping your cognitive skills together to learn to play an instrument. So, yeah. in fact, uh, there well, are... there are. Um, once you have the skills, you, yeah. you've learned it. Right. And it's just a matter of practicing because of course. you get rusty and you don't play as well. And then you, you practice for a week or so yeah. and you're playing just as good as ever. But there, you know, there are studies that, that say that learning an instrument s slows down the effects of Alzheimer's. Mm. So okay. it can really Well, can I don't really have Alzheimer's. And neither do I, so far. So far, let's but just say thank God. Right? Exactly, yeah, of course. But what I'm saying is it's just mm. cognitively it's very good. If you so and it's obviously it's never too too late to learn. No. 
No, it's I not. Would, I would really like I to learned, learn the piano someday. The, what I learned more this time yeah. around was the guitar. I learned, I had all the chords, and I had 12 or 11 bo- books or whatever you yeah. know, on it, and learned all the chords. But I didn't learn to read and play at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's what I learned this time, was I can read yeah. and play at the same time. Yeah. And of course, there's... Uh, besides the cognitive benefits, the other benefit of playing music is um, community. So, you know, you play with other people. Right. I haven't done that much. <laughs> get a little, uh, you know, get a jam happening. Yeah. You know, that's always fun, right? Yeah. I would suppose. Now, that is playing music. And, of course, the other end of that is listening to music. Now, that's the fun part. That's the fun part. That's the easy part. <laughs> yeah, the easy part. That's right. That. So we all... Uh, like you to know, listen to music. Yeah, we all like to listen to music. We all have our um, different styles that we enjoy. Yeah. And I think that what often happens is whatever the music was when in our formative years... When we were teenagers, you know. Right, that's what we like the most. That's the music that we carry through with us as we go along. So there's new stuff that has been in the exactly. last, last 10, 15 years. This new one by Elton John. Yeah. Now, just because it's Elton John, who was from the 70s, doesn't yeah. mean that that would make this likable. It's just with Dia Lipa. Yeah. That's a very good song. You know? sure. uh, the bass run on it is really, is really beautiful. You but know? you're also very comfortable with Elton John because he was around when you were a teenager. Yeah, but it wouldn't matter. I didn't know it was him when it first came, you know, when I first heard the song. Yeah, yeah. I just liked the song. But let's go back if we can. Okay. So the Beatles was probably the big influence on you, the first one anyway. Right. Right. For for a, it seems for somebody, some people of a certain age, um, the Beatles was like a, it's like a nuclear bomb. It was just like mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was huge. And it affected everybody. It did. You see Went them? to movies. Did you stuff? see them on Ed Sullivan, or are you too you too young for that? No, I saw them. You saw them? Yeah. Okay. I saw um, also, uh, what was that uh, group? There was a, um, they got in trouble. Remember uh, Jim Morrison and the Doors? The Doors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. got in trouble for not changing their lyrics. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 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 <laughs> very, very tame now, looking back, but... yeah. Yeah, but what about um, David Bowie on one of his um, album covers? He had his face and um, upper body, but the bottom was, was like, like a dog. dog yeah, it was a diamond dog. <laughs> that yeah. was yeah, very yeah. controversial. It was, yeah. uh, uh, Mildred, do you remember what the first music that you liked? Um, the Supremes. Oh, the Supremes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like the I the R and B soul music. Yeah. Right. Temptations. Yeah. Sam Cooke. Yes. Oh, Diana, Diana Ross did yeah. a uh, concert in New York City um, yeah. with the one when the rainstorm came. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was good music. How about you, Helen? What was what was your first music that well, you liked? I grew up with music. First of all, I was in the church, and we always yeah. sang in church. Right. I started out in the choir. Um, when we were in a Baptist church, then yeah. we changed to a true holiness church, and we always sing. Yeah. And also, I grew up with music from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and early 70s, because when I was 12 years old, I would go to my sister's house, and my brother-in-law, he had everything. Yeah. I mean, everything, the original everything, not something somebody remixed, or, you know what I mean? I'm talking about Sam Cooke. You know, Sam and Dave, all these yeah, yeah. people, you know, yeah. the, um, just um, 
I mean, and it didn't matter the color, you know. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, uh, what's his name? Oh God, Ricky Nelson. Yeah, Ricky Nelson. All yeah. of these people. Sure, I'm, I'm, I was exposed to all this yeah. stuff, and then you know the platters from the forties. Yeah. all of them. Um, you got the jazz going all the way up to the um, late sixties, but. After that, I was so exposed that when I was in college, I took a course on music of African and Afro-American oh, wow. um, people, and it was the most awesome course you could ever take. And recently, what really inspired me about my knowledge in music is that a lot of people are not aware that, okay, this is um, Latinx Heritage Month. Yeah. Well, they have on um, TV uh, the history of um, Latinx music coming from Africa, which parts it came from, and you know, the which geographic locations. Like, first it started in um, Cuba, then it went to South America, you know, then um, they went back to Africa, then they came back, and then they went to Miami, they went to Harlem, and all these musicians, Latinx music musicians, they learned from a lot of the jazz musicians at sure. the time. Yeah. And when I listen to a lot of the Spanish music, they will tell you immediately it was that African connection sure. that mixed with their music that makes it what it is then and what it is today. And I'm telling you, when I listen to it, it's awesome because I love music anyway. Well, the, the Europeans are a little boring, Mozart. Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> but people going to jazz that up too, yeah. Scott. I've seen people jazz that up. Well, yeah. Americans did invent jazz for sure. No. So, no, you don't and think they, so? Yeah, they did. They went I, to I Europe mean, with it too. Well, I think you know? I don't. I, I don't think there's any race that started. No, I'm saying that Americans. America. It started yeah. in, in, in the United States. Let me ask you this: So, did you go? Did you go to like dance parties and stuff when you were? You yeah, were I went a dance contest when oh, I was did? in college. Okay. Yeah, we danced all night. I was so tired when it was over, but we did, and we won. Me and my partner. Was it one of those where? The it was the last person yeah dancing? the last person standing wow. the last two people standing incredible how it, so it how long hours, did it take i think we were on the floor for like maybe 10 hours wow. maybe more but we were tired but yeah. then they finally put this fast fast song on yeah. and then everybody dropped out yeah. except me and my partner incredible. so we won what do you remember what you won uh, yeah, they gave us twenty five dollars. All right, well, <laughs> I mean, Brandeis. much for ten. We were at Brandeis, and they gave us twenty five dollars. Well, I think wow. somebody that we haven't mentioned yet that we should mention is Elvis Presley. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. yeah. He he had a lot to do with rock and roll. He had everything to do with yeah. rock and roll. You're right. He had a lot to do. I think the Beatles kind Jerry of Lee one up them, you know, and uh, took it uh, took Wasn't a little he somebody's further. cousin, Jerry Lee Lewis? I know he married his thirteen year old cousin, yeah. but I'm I don't know about, whose cousin he is. related to somebody else and me. And, and, then, and then you know Loretta Lynn, she just died, she did, right. and her music was awesome. And Dolly Parton, oh my God, that's one thing too. I love country music yeah. as well. Well, um, somebody else that I think had a big deal with rock and roll music to change in it. Yeah, yeah it wasn't the beginning of it. Yeah, but it was uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Oh yeah, sure. everybody tried to. Um, replicate his guitar playing skills oh, for you know sure. yeah because yeah, well, he was, was playing one he was playing one concert i think it was in california where he lit the uh the guitar on fire yeah and he was still playing the thing <laughs> he played here yeah. too he played um over there by with the red Sox. oh yeah okay yeah, years ago i what? went to see him yeah the um 
That was, I was just uh, talking about that place, and I, it was called the Boston Tea Party. Yes. Right? Yeah. Jimi Hendrix played there. Did you go to see Yes, Jimi I Hendrix did. Play? Oh, you did? Yeah. Mm. I was on acid, so I seen five of him. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. They said yes, people was. on acid really hear the music, too. Yeah, yeah you can see the music. It's, in, it's supposed yeah. to be incredible. Yeah. So when you saw Jimi Hendrix, did it feel like you were seeing somebody... Um, from like, the future, yeah, yeah. Did he just? Cause <laughs> no, that's what, really. That's what everybody music. kind of says, yeah. you know that you know I the music ahead of so his time. Cool. Yeah, the way that he hit people was like, wow, this is blowing break my his, mind. And he would break his guitar at the end and set it on fire. Yeah, wow. he was good mm -hmm. for that. And he could play oh. it behind his back, mm -hmm. yeah. up over oh, his yeah. head. You hear, from what his music you hear in Pearl Jam, yeah, which is many years later, sure, yeah, his his style, you know, yeah, his he's, he's still playing. influential yeah. as yeah. time goes on, yeah. But yeah. a lot of guitarists they look to that. Also, Eric yeah. Clapton, yeah, because a lot of people they always attribute uh, Bob Marley to "I Shot the Sheriff," yeah. But Eric Clapton was the one that wrote the words. Yeah, it's true. Well, Eric Clapton was um, um, innovative, but he wasn't. You know, his style was mild and beautiful yeah. more yeah. or less, you know, and he did diatonic, you know, uh, core, you know, diatonic yeah. and um, special uh, scales and stuff like that that were different, mm. and uh, they really play well, you know, and he, he always uses a diatonic when he plays, and yeah. it's yeah. not, he's not, he's more experienced, more understanding yeah. about music than mostly any of them. Did you, uh, did you see anybody notable when you were younger? I, well, I Seals and Crofts. Seals and Crofts, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, somebody that I can remember. I mean, uh, Three Dog Night. Three Dog uh, Night, sure. The Guess Who. Yeah, all right. Yellow. So, yeah, Yellow. Yellow. That must have been a great show. Yeah. It was a great show, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Helen? You see, ever seen anybody? Uh, yeah, I, I went to see Helen Reddy. I okay. saw the Five Stair Steps, and there was another group. I saw a few groups, but yeah. I, those are two. Oh, Mary Chapin Carpenter, because like I said, I like mm -hmm. country music. Yeah. And I loved her, um, shut up and kiss me. <laughs> mm. That was nice. But I'm going to tell you something about yeah. music that really, really is overpowering. Is okay. the sensitivity, like when uh, Elton John did Candle in the Wind, yeah. you know, to commemorate Diana's um, life. And yeah. then the other one where um, Eric Clapton did Tears in Heaven. When I hear those songs... Yeah. I mean, I fall down in tears. Candle in the wind. What year was that? Oh, you know, it was a little while after Diana had passed. Right. Away. Well, he wrote it years before. It was yeah. he. It was in. It was a seventies song, but then he oh. updated it for Diana when she when she oh, died. Oh, see, I didn't know so that. So it became a hit all over again. Yeah, right. it was beautiful. That's what I thought because I remember the original was uh, original was, was about 70s. Marilyn Monroe. Exactly. Oh. Um, yeah. So and Helen, you're. I think you're touching on something important is that um, Eric Clapton he wrote Tears in Heaven that's when his that, now three year old son right. had fallen out of the high rise in New York yep. mm. and like I said that was the most beautiful song so music is able to kind of um, reach into parts it, of us it's, yeah like Scott said you, you therapeutic really, as yeah, well you can't really reach otherwise yeah right. so you can get an emotional resonance well, out, of, out of music I mean when you're depressed you put on some music it can really make you feel better it's funny how when you're depressed, sad music makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it, it empathizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, that makes sense. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute because you mentioned music therapy. Right. 
or music as therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see that manifesting itself? Um, how would you use music as therapy? Well, you listen to something and you talk about afterwards. You yeah. listen to a song if it was an actual therapeutic situation. Yeah. And you talk about how it made you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get your feelings out. Right. And that way, in that way, it, it can aid to your re- regular therapy. Yeah. Having music therapy. I'll tell you this. I was so depressed one day, right? Yeah. So I took out my conga drums. And okay. I, I put on Herbie Hancock's yeah. um, Headhunters. And, you know, when he started singing, dun, 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 I played those congas boom, 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 boom. so hard yeah. for the whole 15 minutes, whatever. Yeah. And when I got through the next day, my hands were all red, white, you know, bruised. Yeah, sure, but yeah. it was worth it. And also, when the um, David Boyeri, he came to interview me in my home about um, something that had with uh, cutting um, the case um, management services for yeah. people with, um, you know, disability and, and mental health issues. And so he asked me to play because um, the person that was with me, she heard me play. So she asked, he asked me to play. And so it's on the, it was on the radio, but I also have a tape because I taped it because he replayed it again two yeah. days later. Yeah, yeah. And I was playing to some B.B. King music. Nice. But they liked it, and I liked it. Well, what's also interesting is now on, uh, on Mondays and Wednesday, today's Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, we do karaoke here, which can, right. that, can, that seems like that could be musical therapy as well. It's therapy. Belting out a tune. Yeah, being able to sing something and, <laughs> yeah. and do well at it makes you feel good. Yeah, and maybe even not doing well, but just doing it, I well, think, is well, is also important. You know, your own perception yeah. may be different from everybody else's. That you think you did well. That's the funny thing about well, karaoke. Milton, right? have you ever done karaoke? No, I haven't. Well, you have a chance today. <laughs> and what's funny about it is that, to me, is that in my mind, like, I can sing a song pretty good, and then I try it out. Mm. Doesn't sound as good. <laughs> well, that's just it. Yeah, <clears throat> having the earphones. Yeah, and singing along with it with the earphones. Yeah, you can sing a lot better. Right, because you can actually hear what you sound like. Yeah, not necessarily what you sound like inside. Right. Your, yeah, yeah. Your, your ears. But even even if you're way off, it's still fun to do. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, have fun with music. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I'm in church, right, unfortunately, yeah. my pastor has passed away this year. But every time when a song was being sung, he'd be up in the pulpit encouraging people. It, it's not how you sound, he said. Yeah. But that, you know, you got the words and just try. And people would be belting out the music. Because that's sometimes with me, um, I feel a little self-conscious, yeah, but yeah, when totally. I'm in church, yeah. I never feel self-conscious. Right. But here, sometimes when they ask me to sing, I feel kind of jittery. Yeah. But once I start the music, then it all goes away. Right. So you sing in church. Mildred, do you sing in church too? I sung in church for a lot of years. I deacon in church. Okay. So I didn't really focus on how I sang. Yeah. I just sang yeah, because yeah, it yeah. really ministered to me. Yeah. And the people that were sit, sitting in the audience looking that wanted to sing but were scared to sing, they said, well, she can sing, anybody can sing. <laughs> <laughs> so they would get up and do it. So yeah, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. even though I wasn't good, yeah. I inspired other people to get up and do it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's just, it's just doing it is feels good. You know, you don't have mm. to be great at it. 
right? Oh, yeah. Some people are very good singers and do it. Yeah. And enjoy it a lot, too. But yeah. You can enjoy it. Anybody can enjoy it. So the way that we listen to music has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Right now, I mean, I, I, I'm a record collector. I, I go home and I listen to my records. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not the way most people do it anymore. No. You listen to your music on your phone. Right. That I do when I'm away from home. Yeah. But at home, I have a stereo. Oh, you do? Okay. I have a 50 watts per channel receiver, yeah. and I put on the radio. Okay. Oh, you play the radio? Yeah, I okay. play the radio. How about you, Helen? How are you listening to music? I have C- I have a system. It has CDs, the, yeah. the thing for the um, albums, yeah. and also 45s and 33s. Yeah. Then I have the double cassette. Cause I well, you tape, got it all. I tape music on all. Um, you remember David... Um, what was it the name of his show on um, W E E S or something? It was like uh, Midnight Magic, where okay. he would be playing all this music up to midnight, all this soft music. And I taped a lot of his shows, okay. and he recently retired earlier this yeah, year. I was just going to say that. He yeah, retired. Yeah, I, he was on I 106.7. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I there you go. You guys I did. The same show? I yeah. taped I taped lots of his shows, you yeah. know, on cassettes at yeah. the time. And now you could still get cassettes, but you gotta pay an arm and a leg yeah, for a sixty minute yeah, cassette. But see, them. I don't know if you remember you gotta remember strawberries. Yeah. Right of course, downtown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember they always had those midnight sales? Yeah. I would jump on the orange line, I'd be right in line when they open the door i'll be right in there buying <laughs> up the stuff because yeah. you know ne- you a lot of that stuff you would never get again right and i still got cassettes and they play just as good because i don't play them all the time yeah and even i bought the expensive like maxell tdk all of these sony um cassettes yeah and now if i want i can still take music from the radio Mm-hmm. Those iPods. I got know? an iPod. It goes into my Apple radio, and mm-hmm. at a certain time of day, it'll come on, and it'll play for an hour, then it shut itself off. But if I wanted to play continuously, I just put it on myself. Okay. They're there both, And they're both Apple, mind you. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, uh... Uh, Helen is in. She she's she's got one step in the old days with the cassette. <laughs> one step in the new. One step in the new. I'm telling you. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you remember? Keep it fresh. You see, you yeah. weren't here when Mavis was doing Coffee House. She does all that music, old music, yeah. new music, and we would perform when we had like Italian night, Valentine's Day yeah. for Christmas. It, it was just really nice. That's awesome. But you know what messed that up, and yeah. what messed up a lot of things here was this COVID sure, crisis. Sure, yeah, of course, COVID uh, messed yeah, up. One hundred fifty days I was alone in I my know, apartment. I know. How long I went out was for groceries. Scott has told this story many times. One hundred and fifty days. Really? Yeah, it was isolated. Five months. I know it's terrible. It yeah, but terrible. I had nurses and homemakers coming in, so this there guy, was always somebody I had there. This guy had, I had nobody. nobody. He was all by himself. My yeah. ghost would have come and visit you if you wanted somebody to come over, Scott. Yeah, that is. Uh, no, that's. Um, no, actually, I, I just handled it. Yeah. I just handled it. But it was lonely. It was lonely. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people couldn't handle it. No, it? you're right. A mm-hmm. lot of suicide. No, you're, the COVID, you're absolutely right. A lot of people sad. have never dealt with that kind of isolation. Well, I, had, mm-hmm. I had positive thinking going on. Yeah. Some good positive thinking about how after it was over, things would be better. Yeah, of course. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, I don't know, a lot of people said it didn't happen, but my psychotherapist would be calling me to check in. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So I guess all of no, that Yeah, helped. you had some support. I, I, what, what was going on with you, Mildred? Where, where, where were you during the pandemic? 
I was home. Yeah. Um, I suffer from depression from years of uh, abuse and drugs, and um, it was to me like any other day that yeah. I was depressed. So yeah. it, it really didn't fall into anything deeper than that. Did you were you alone or were there other people with you? No, I was alone. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, can I um, say just one other yeah. thing too? Yeah, yeah. If you remember me. Um, Ken, when I was homeless, I would see you walking up to yeah, get yeah. your car, driving away. Well, Center Club, I got to mention Center Club. Mary, Allison, you know, Chris, all of them. Um, they were so, so Molly. When I was not well, they yeah. they would bring things to the house for me. Allison yeah. would order stuff for me. So even though I had people, you know, people serving me and yeah. helping me at home, if it wasn't for Center Club, even then, I would have been at a loss. I wouldn't have been able to live independently. But mm. because of what Center Club did, I was able to, when I moved them to my apartment yeah. and I was not well, they really accommodated my That's needs. Yeah. So I really appreciate Center Club yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a trying time for everybody. That's for sure. Yes, it was. And I'm, I'm glad we all, we all made it through. So yeah. far, we've all made it through. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, how about you? How do you listen to music these days, Mildred, if you listen to music these days? I do listen to music. I have, um, I'm battling with um, freedom to listen to it because I'm in a church that is um, old school church yeah. where mm. if you listen to certain music, you're, a devil, you're listening to the devil's music. Wow, okay. So... I stopped listening to music that really ministered to me to just listening to gospel music, which is fine, yeah. but like every day, 24 hours a day, <laughs> it's just like you're walking down the street and saying, yeah. hallelujah, yeah, yeah, you know, and you're in the store shop, and then you're, so I felt like I was a little brainwashed, yeah. and the joy of music had left me for yeah. a long time. Wow, okay. Um, so I went into a overdrive in depression and i just stopped listening to music wow okay. so now i just started listening to music the last um year yeah well creed um, is christian rock i mean you can find christian, christian rock. themed yeah. like whatever the but it, genre. Shows, it just shows you the power of music yeah. in an individual and in a society where you join certain clubs or yeah you gotta really do your research even in churches you know because it can be it can do more harm than good no I, I agree I agree I, with that I yeah. don't know I think it's your outlook to your, from yourself that makes a difference yeah. like I hear Run With The Devil that song Yeah. and I think you know what well, they're mixed up and don't know where they're headed in, yeah. in life you know Yeah. and uh, I can see that it well, doesn't make with me the want to run with, yeah. with the devil it doesn't make me want to no, run no you're right and, and I, I think Running With The Devil is kind of a cautionary tale really yeah, yeah in a way yeah. it is yeah I mean, it's, I, that's, what, that's the way I feel. About it's it, yeah. it's telling you what it's like if you're going down this road, and it's a tough yeah. road. So you know. But now, of course, there are overtly, you know, satanic music out there, but you can yeah. avoid that pretty easily. Marilyn Manson. Mm -hmm. I don't sure. know if it's. I mean, I I, I I personally I like a lot of it, but you know, <laughs> it's also easy to avoid. But yeah. You want to know, regardless of my diversity yeah. in music. The musician that really is very, very therapeutic for me. Yeah. Even when I was in the hospital, even when I had to be in all these 
tests and everything, yeah. they would play meatloaf for me because yeah, they'd ask me, what kind of music do you yeah. want to hear? I said, meatloaf. Yeah, I remember you telling that before. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. He is my musician, number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I like Todd Rundgren. Yeah. Nobody tell, <laughs> he, talks he, about Todd Rundgren very he pr- much. He produced the meatloaf album. Yeah, he, he I know, it. yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, there's everybody has their 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 favorites for sure. Yeah. I've seen Meatloaf a couple of times. I saw uh, once he was great. Second time, voice was, he was shot. In, um, <laughs> oh, I saw Bob Marley at his last concert. At his last concert? Yeah, he was in Harvard Stadium, right in Cambridge. Okay. A friend got me tickets because there was nothing left. So this guy, he said, I know the security that's yeah. doing that concert. And when I came up with them tickets, I almost passed out. <laughs> and the concert was beautiful. I took pictures, by the way. Wow, cool. Yeah, that lots on, of them. On the weekends, so late movie that they show. Yeah. Uh, where the guys are transvestite and all that. <laughs> Meatloaf was in it. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. yeah they showed it in there. weird. Right. I saw it once and yeah. you know, went to it once and we were throwing rice and everything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's wow. fun. Yeah. yeah, it was a. Yeah, everybody, everybody dresses up, and you know, yeah. they shout at the screen. Yep, all that. Great. Do you guys, do you guys still go to see music or no? I do, but not yeah. since the pandemic. I went okay. to see Robert Plant. You all went? Oh yeah, how long ago was that? A few weeks ago. What? You yeah. saw Robert Plant a few weeks ago? Yeah, at uh, the um, what is that place called? What? Is, uh, I don't know. I know it's. Uh, is it TD it's Garden? A, no. It's a smaller place than the TD Garden. Okay. So, Where was it? Um, is it Tanglewood? <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to keep guessing. My is getting to me. We're, we're going <laughs> to keep guessing until you tell us where it was. I know. I can't think of the name of it. So, uh, was it with Allison Krauss? I know he does a lot with her. No? Yeah, yeah she's good. Yeah, yeah. She oh, was? So, yeah, yeah, she was there too? Was, yeah. Okay. Um, it was um, at the... Uh, was it outside or was it inside? Outside. Yeah, okay. With the roof The place on Seaport. It's yeah, it's Seaport. Yeah, I was just there, too. I don't even know what it's called. I was just there, too. Yeah. I saw the Pet Shop Boys there. Okay. Wow. You know, Ed Sheeran's coming to TD Garden. Uh, oh, is that right? Do you like yep. Ed Sheeran? Yep. You gonna I get love tickets? him. If I can. I mean, well, you should. It's hard, you know, because you can't spend all that money. It's that's true. the problem that's, with concerts I think that's, these that days. is the problem with concerts these days because I remember the first time I went to, to a big concert was at the Boston Garden. In 1983, I saw uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Motley <laughs> Crue, and it cost uh, twelve dollars. Oh yeah, that, my I saw, um, god! Right, and that's well, how Aaron much. Smith canceled, and Todd Rundgren ended up being the lead. Yeah, this was in 1977, but and it was ten dollars for like eight bands. Yeah. Now in 1983, twelve dollars was still twelve dollars, but it was about mm-hmm. like the equivalent of twenty dollars, right? Yeah. So it was just still affordable, but now it will cost you. $150 to see No, it costs you for a good seat a thousand and more. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a lot yeah. of money. It's it so is. much money to see, to see bands now. But some people will pay that. And of then course. the scalpers, oh. even though they say this is illegal, people still take yeah, their yeah. tickets. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's brutal. And, I, I, and I, I hate it because I feel like it's taking something away from people. People love yeah. going to see the bands that they like and the singers that they like and stuff. You know. Yeah. They do. Yeah, I'd like to see Rod Stewart someday. It costs two hundred dollars to see Rod Stewart. Why? Because that's how much. <laughs> why would I want to see him, or why does it cost that much? Why does it cost that much? Yeah, because those are the those because are the prices that's what that Rod Stewart charge. wants the money. Yeah, I mean he doesn't need the money, but you know. No, he doesn't. So why not do it for free? Concert? Why not do it for free? Yeah, you got uh, the money. Right. Well, do it for free. Farmers' aid or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd be nice. 
Farmer's Aid. Center Club right Aid. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Women's oh. Aid. Yeah, make a little money for us. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm glad to hear all of you guys that music is still an important part of your life. Yeah. Will always be. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you... Like I said, you know, we tend to sort of like what we liked when we were younger. But do you guys try to find new music? If it's along the same connection <laughs> as what I listen to. If it to. sounds like stuff you already like. Yeah. yeah. I like, I listen to a lot of the new reggae, but yeah. it's not the same as when I was... I, I still got um, Peter Tosh, Pop yeah. Molly, Jacob Killer Miller. Those were up the top of the line. Bunny Whaler. All of these musicians I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm saying that's what I grew up with, with the right. reggae. But yeah. then Calypso... I listen to the new Calypso. Calypso, you can always get new Calypso and it sounds awesome because you can dance to it. Right. And the same thing with reggae. It will change, but the music, but it's still, you can dance to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Scott? You find well, new music to listen to? Yeah, well, the thing is, what I like the, the best is music that isn't too, uh, what you call electronic. Yeah. Okay. You know, where the, ele- the electronic beat type thing. <laughs> um, even though... Uh, Neil Peart, who plays drums for Rush, is like he. Yeah. Uh, he's so precise with his drumming. Right. That it's like that. But I like their their music still. Yeah. You know, and I, I like um, the seventies pretty much. You know, I go back yeah. to the seventies and the eighties. <laughs> sure? yeah. You know, but I like Pearl Jam. And they're from the nineties. Yeah. You know, the early nineties. Of course, uh, even the '90s was 30 years ago at this point. <laughs> well, let's, let's, that's not, let's not mark no, my I, age. I know, but that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying because I was coming up in the '90s, which seems like yesterday, but it wasn't. It was 30 no, years I ago. Know. You know what happened? I don't know. I woke up 30 years later, and this is what it is. But even though we may get older, <laughs> yeah. that music doesn't change. And no, you're right. In right. your mind, when you're, right. you're listening to it, yeah. it's still there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The talent that it took to produce that music. Still there too. You know? oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The keyboards, everything. And I just don't to think the musicians today are of the same uh, talent, or, or at least not the same uh, dedication to the music. Well, that I th- they had back then. I think they're more dedicated yeah. to what they feel about things yeah. than what they than the actual music itself. I don't think they're given enough time or money to develop their talents as the way that they, they did back then. You know, Fleetwood Mac, for example, would be like, okay, we're going to make a new record. It's going to take us six months and it's going to cost $2 million. And mm-hmm. the record company would go, okay, sure. And we're mm-hmm. going to go do it in Zanzibar. And they go, yeah, all right, we'll see you, we'll see you in a few months. No one's going to give you that kind of money or time now to make a record. So, right. mm-hmm. you know, That's you, what you I'm can't saying. really, yeah. yeah. It's just a different world. Yeah, they're not, they're not seeking the talent like they were. The, the the infrastructure isn't really there. The record industry kind of imploded, you know, back when streaming started. So, you know. Right. That's the thing. Everybody's streaming on Everybody's the internet. Everybody's streaming. And so the players that you think you're going to get all these albums and everything, yeah. you go online and then you got to buy the music. That's yeah. what gets me. Well, well yeah, buy the music anyway. If, you, if you're going to buy it from iTunes, you might as well buy it from that's iTunes. A, than, that's what I buy from iTunes. Than the regular store where you got to pay $30 for a, for a CD. But do you like the idea of streaming? Do you like the idea that you can, at your fingertips, go on YouTube and hear yeah. any, any kind of music that you want? It's yeah. convenient, it's but like nice. I said, I like to 
have mine. I buy it so yeah. it's mine, yeah, yeah. and then I can you know store it, and right. then I can pass it on. Well, you to mine. My yeah. grandkids. The whole, the whole, uh, the yeah. whole network of all that music it's all mine it's you know? true yeah <laughs> at my fingertips you know it's, right it's true yeah. Yeah. i listen to spotify yeah i mean i can i can obviously you know what's well, uh, the same thing spotify. i know i yeah, know i use title and i use i use youtube music but i also like i said i have a record collection so i listen mm-hmm. to records too so you know it's however whatever way that makes you happiest you know mm-hmm. i like listening to records because i i feel like it brings me back to the time when that was the only way we could listen to music yeah you know nice time when you take your little your uh little cleaner and you yeah clean the record off you know it's all you know you took time to make it perfect you know (laughs) well also you know and cued it on there yourself and i will do other things if i'm streaming something but if i'm Mm -hmm. listening to a record i will just listen to the record Right. And I also I won't stop it until the the, the side is over. So, right. Because I you know it just f- feels like uh, not sacred, but it feels like yeah, almost. Al- but almost like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but They're some special. people design their music to have you listen to the that's full album. That's true. Yeah. You know, because well, other people 12, I remember they would go here here. That's how you scratch up the album, and then yeah. it's no good. You got to buy it again. Well, you you when you got a good uh, turntable and everything, you yeah. cue it. You know, you slide it over, but you don't drop it on. You right. get queued up, and then you just pull, push the cue down, and it slowly goes down. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I used to cue music when I was in Barbados. I lived in Barbados. My husband had a huge stereo quiz. The st- speakers were this high. Yeah. I mean, the music could blast from the things. You couldn't even put it up but so high. Yeah. But right. I used to cue music on his uh, system from that. Are you going to say, Milton? Oh, no, that the music in the 70s had a story. Yeah. Like, when they sang, they were singing about something where, where now you could relate to what they were saying. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, you put the... Well, the road to Con- Bangkok by uh, F Rush. your mother, you know, killed the cop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, yeah. like that. I really shot is. the sheriff, yeah, well, but I did not shoot the deputy. Yeah, yeah, but they had <laughs> political um, statements. In the there. 60s, the music was really political, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 it was. Because yeah. that's what I heard um, when I went to see Helen Reddy. She was singing I Am Woman. Yeah. And that was then. And people still, women need to um, really become aware of the stuff that she was talking about because they still right. discriminate it's, against exactly. women. It's, it's how, how far did we even get in that amount of time? You That's know? true. Sometimes mm-hmm. it seems like we didn't get too far. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the job, you got all this sexual harassment going yeah. on and you got athletes, you know, They're dealing with assaulting it, it's just women. Something, it's something and it's that's just very terrible. Difficult. Yeah. It's very yeah. difficult when men are, are running things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, in the world. And they don't want to give women, up any They don't want to give it up. Yeah. And uh, the women deserve to have equal rights. Yeah. No, you're right. And the, the rights are abridged because yeah. of, of the male libido. And Helen Reddy was giving you the news 50 yeah. years ago. 50 and years still. ago, yeah. And, and today it's still just yeah. as prescient as it was. When she's Remember when Carl Simon Fleetwood Mac when he yeah. talks about don't stop thinking about Tamara, you know that kind of. Yeah. How it's about still um, Carly Simon? Yeah, what about Carly Simon? When she said, "If you want to marry, we'll marry." Yeah, you know that, right. that, thing, you know, that was a beautiful story at the beginning. Yeah, Rod, um, 
what was his name? Uh, Rob uh, Taylor. What's Taylor? James said? Taylor. James, James Taylor. Taylor and Carly Simon. Yeah. The two big stars at the time got married. Yeah. And that was a big thing. And it didn't work out later on because of the drug addiction that uh, James Taylor had. But they were good people. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, people thought a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Cat Stevens? I used to, I still love his music, but as soon as, soon as he became Muslim yeah. and what he was saying about America, now people were burning his albums you know, the same way Hitler burned books. Yeah, but well, it doesn't, the Beatles had a problem with that, too. It doesn't really change the, the music. It doesn't, know. but the perceptions that people yeah. have, the political perceptions that people you know, put in your yeah. psyche yeah, yeah. makes you actually provokes you into doing the stuff that they want you to do yeah. in order to taint that person's image. Right. But I still like uh, Cat yeah. Stevens. He had some wow, good songs. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, great songs. It's about uh, you know, um, a woman that he it's, loves. It's and very... Uh, letting go. Yeah. He's got to let her go. He's got mm-hmm. some catchy songs. There's no way yeah. that you can... That's true. Ignore that, you know. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, very good. We're running out of time. But, uh, well, there isn't enough time yeah. to talk about music. Well, yeah. we but we did do let's pretty say, good. Let's say <laughs> let's say this. This would be this will be the first in a series. Okay. We'll we'll revisit at some okay. point. But I say it was a learning experience yes, from me. Scott's perspective and is there your name again? It's Mildred. Mildred's perspective. Yeah. And yours as well, Ken. Thank you. So uh yeah, big topic. I'm glad we got to at least broach the subject and talk mm-hmm. about our feelings about it. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll revisit it again. And and just a reminder, everybody, if you do if you do have interest in music, you like to sing. We do have karaoke here at Center Club. We also have our acting troupe does singing. You know, when we have the when we have the, the shows like the Halloween show that's coming up. If you want to sing some spooky songs, we we're, we're up for that. So also, don't um, forget our memorials. Yeah, yeah. So there's plenty of uh, opportunity for music here at Center mm-hmm. Club. All right, everybody. Uh, by the way, I'm off next week, but uh, we'll be back in two weeks with uh, with more. So thank you for listening. Mildred, okay. thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Scott, as always, yeah, thank I'm you here. for being here. Yeah. And thank you, thank you again, Helen, for being here. Thank you. I enjoyed it immensely. And we'll see you <laughs> next time on Day Clubbing.